What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is a Phoenix Down 128.1, and we are continuing our playthrough of Greedfall. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And, um, question. What is Greedfall? Why is it called Greedfall? Well, when you get to the end of the game, you'll find out that really Malachor was caused by greed, and it caused the downfall of this whole civilization. Oh, man. You say that as a joke. <laughs> but why do I have a sinking feeling that that's like <laughs> the metaphor that they're going for? Greed has made the, the fall people the fall of man. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, why do they call it dead space? You know? <laughs> the greed has fallen. We have, has en fallen. We have entered greed fall. I don't know, man. I'm, I, I'm really liking this game, and I don't know why. Because when I think about this game, sometimes I think it feels bland. Mm-hmm. But every time I pick it up, I'm like, oh, I just I need to do a couple more things. I'm not going to put it down until I do a couple more things. And that has turned into me putting a lot more time into this game than I thought I would. Or if not more time, it, it the time seems to pass much more quickly than I than it does in some other similar games. I, I don't know what it is about the game, but I every time I pick it up, I. A lot of a lot of times I'll pick up a game and I'll be like, all right, I want to play this, but 15 minutes in, maybe my mind starts to wander. I'm like, yeah, I want to play this, but I also want to watch something on TV, and I also want to organize some crap in the office. But this game, I just, I, I feel like I, I can't put it down. All of a sudden, I'm like, all right, now, I, now I need to put it down to do something else, and I, I can't point to what that is exactly. But it, it's been a, it's been a little strange with this game. I mean. You basically described how we felt about Bound by Flame, too. Yeah. Bound by Flame was not necessarily a good game. It was fine, but I kept playing. It had charm. I guess I guess that's the best way to put it. It has it has that little engine that could to it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean this is definitely on a bigger scale. I feel like this game is twice the game of Bound by Flame. But it has that same kind of, you know, small development team charm. You know, not the greatest, but it's got something going for it, you know? Um, yeah. And as much as sometimes I feel a little bit like there are things I'm doing that don't matter that much, sometimes I also am like, all right, well, I'm just going to finish this thing up. and it And it turns into something, if not explicitly interesting at least something where I'm like oh, alright I accomplished something yeah. I've done something like in this last playthrough I got so much more familiar with my character and gear and just generally like I feel like I'm more comfortable playing the game now than I was after the first session alright so explain that to me mainly because so first thing is up and, up through the first play session all of my gear has slots on it, but I could not do anything with those slots. Okay. 
So I had to just pause it and be like, how do I, how do I add all these buffs and, and whatever to my gear? And they're like, well, you can't do it until you have level one crafting. Right. I'm like, right, well, I don't have any crafting in my capability. Yes. I'm age. Um, so I, I added level one crafting and I thought it was going to be like, all right, now you can do this, but now you're going to need to go on 47 quests to get the right materials. But I, I was able to upgrade every single piece of gear I own without buying or collecting a, a thing. The minute one after getting that crafting ability. So how did you I'm get that crafting up. ability? Uh, I think it was a level up. Oh, so you just put a point into it? Yeah, I just put a point into it. Okay. Um, which I also was really happy to discover that that's not the only way to get points. Yeah, you because, can because you can equip certain gear that has that ability on it. Yeah, but but that's where things happened really fast for me because my ability to craft all of a sudden not only is all of my gear more powerful, but I also got more other abilities with that because of the extra points I got just from upgrading my gear. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I went from like level zero up to like level three immediately, and my character was just a badass because. You know, all of my gear was more powerful. All of my abilities were more powerful. I did buy a mace, a a, a nicer mace, um, and I was able to upgrade that immediately. But the fact that I had all the ingredients I needed to upgrade, I mean, I I guess I've killed a lot of wild bears, so I had a lot of materials. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But everything. It wasn't like I was able to upgrade one thing and I had to make a hard decision. I immediately upgraded everything. Not only that, but through... A couple of other levels, I was able to get a, a a better evasive technique. So it's like the shadow dash. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I, I feel like it was only, and again, maybe it's the, the weird sense of time while playing this game, but it felt like only 15 minutes I went from struggling to play the game in any sort of melee fights to all of a sudden being a badass. I can hit way harder. I can evade way better. My magic lasts longer. Everything was just all of a sudden better, faster, and easier. And uh, that was just a really cool couple of play sessions. Well, maybe I need to start doing that. I mean, between all that, between all the character quests I did, I'm like, I I know my character better. I know my other characters better. So I didn't actually play the story at all in this play session, but I put so much time into everything else that I just feel – a lot more into the game. So, um, let's talk about some of those quests that you did. I, 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 there's one side quest I want to mention, which I did with some of these natives that were having the religious fanatics kidnapping them and trying to, uh, I guess, convert them, but then, you know, killing them too. I like uh I don't know how this was organized but we said we said last week how a lot of the side quests seem to be character quests. Well, at this point the character quests are actually a pretty small percent of all the side quests I have open and it's interesting that they group them. You know, you're 
you, it's very explicit, like, this is Siora's quest, or this is Petrus's quest. But there's also, like, there's a whole group of side quests around, the, it's called the Children of Tirfordi. Yeah. So I, I don't, it doesn't sound like that's the group that this side quest that you're talking about was in. But I, I, I like that you can almost pick the type of side quest you want to do, or you can immediately see what type of side quest you're you're intending to do. It feels like the side quests are are grouped in a way that are about the factions. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like though this side quest is all about the knots, this side quest is all about, you know, the 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 religious guys. You know, and so it it makes you explore more of the factions. I feel like this game is leading you down a road of doing quests for certain factions more than it is doing quests for your party members. And if we think about it, every party member that we have is part of another faction. Yep. So, so you may be forced to make some decisions as to who who you want to remain favorable with. Right. So that's so I I ended up doing that side quest and I helped the natives because I cannot stand those religious how, how do you pronounce it? Therame th- it starts with a T Teleme Teleme I can't stand those guys yeah they, they it's come funny off I as, haven't had any interaction with them I also can't stand them but they haven't been too big of a thorn in my side yet so I ran into them a little bit more because I, I think I did what I thought was a main story quest. So I, I continued the quest about the mural that we found, the ancient mural. Yeah. I And you did this too because you talked about the boss that goes underground. Well, I fought that boss. I had to go find where some other ancient murals were. There was like a, a ruins that you could go to, and that's where we yeah. fought that boss. I and struggled we, a little bit with... There being a magnifying glass on the map, in my saying, how do I search this area? What's the button for searching? I thought it was going to send out like a, a pulse or something. How do I search? I couldn't yeah. figure out how to search. And then I'm like, oh, there there is no search function. You just need to literally walk around and look for something. And it's almost yeah. always going to be a chest of some sort with a reddish-orange glow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So once I knew that, I'm like, oh, all right, I'll just keep wandering around until I find it. But I, it's funny, I was like sitting there, I'm like, I don't know how to search. And if anyone had been standing next to me, they would have just been like, well, how would you search in real life? Just walk around until you find it. I'm like, okay, I thought it was gamier than that, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty simple. Just, yeah. just find but the if, thing. It feels to me like the same way as when I was sitting on the the overworld map, and I'm like, "How do I zoom in?" I right. Can't figure out how to zoom in. Yeah. And the answer is you don't. You don't. So you like, go to a different tab. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, dude. I I ran into that far too long. But um, yeah. Um, so doing that quest, we found these ancient like text that were uh, basically talking about the, the people who first arrived on this island, which were actually part of our um, 
faction. They were part of the the is the the, the congregate of merchants. What is it called? Uh, the uh, merchant. It's not the merchant federation. It's the congregation of merchants, right, or something like that. I can't yeah, remember. Something like that. It's the merchants, basically. That's our faction. We're like, oh, so these ancient people who came and built these towns and cities that are now ruins was part of our people. Well, and they make a big deal about that. They're like, actually, you know, we were here maybe even before these natives were here. Yeah. Or maybe the natives, that's what we turned into. Yeah. So, um,. We're like, okay, we need to go tell Constantine about this. He's not going to be happy about it, though. Because, well, we we did a lot of bad things whenever we came to this island. <laughs> uh, probably makes our name look kind of bad. But um, I go and tell Constantine. And he's like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's figure out how did we get here. Well, obviously, we probably got here by the knots because they're the sailors. So let's go talk to the knots. So I go and um, talk to uh, a uh, admiral. And the admiral's like, um, "Well, y- you need to. It, we can't give away our secrets," is what they said. They've got some secrets to hide. Um, and they're kind of feuding with the with the um, Teleme guys, yeah. the the fanatics. So they have to, we have to kind of like settle between them. So they, I go and meet with the, the, the Cardinal queen or whatever her name is. I, I she's like the head mother of the, cardinal. yeah, the other, the, the mother Cardinal I'll meet with her and, um, and her kind of right hand man. And he's like, yeah, he says, are you guys doing something with the knots? Because there was some knots that got, kidnapped basically and they're like no we're not doing anything with them but the knots do use this special type of magic that we don't like it's very heathenistic (laughs) like okay so we go talk to the knots knots are like that guy he's just crazy he think they they all think that everything that we do is against god you know and in this don't listen to the ravings of a madman I'm like, okay, well, we got to at least look into this. So I have to sneak into the Knott's warehouse to see if I can come up with something. And, um, yeah. Uh, I got caught while sneaking. And oh, did, is this, the, was this the mission where you need to make a sleeping potion? I, I didn't, I didn't have to make a sleeping potion. I had to get into the warehouse to find some documents about their magic. And when sneaking around, I got caught and then ended up fighting a bunch of knots and lost like three reputation with them. And I found some messages that were very secretive, like they can't find out about this sort of stuff. And that's where I, I that's where I stopped essentially was was there because well I'd already played a lot um 
and and you know, I did some side quests and stuff. Like that's the thing is like doing a side quest in this game is no easy feat. There is yeah. like a lot of running around, a lot of time management. Um, like that quest I said with the natives and the and Teleme guys. Yeah, I mean that was probably an hour's worth of stuff. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times in the last week I said, "All right, I'm just going to finish up all these character side quests." And then I'm going to do one main story mission, and I'll call that good for this recording. And then I'm like, hours and hours later, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to finish up these character side quests. So which character side quest did you do? Uh, well, I went through and I did Siora's one to find her mother, because I hadn't mm-hmm. done that one yet. Yep. Um, I spent a lot of time with Kurt. Which was kind of cool. I don't know if you've done any of his. I have not. Um, he, he basically says, you know, my job is to protect you, but it's also to protect Constantine. Yeah. And he's bodyguards. Yeah. He, he's like, and, and there's a weird thing where I don't really know any of the guards. So I have a recruit I want you to vet because I trust you. And, you know, if, if you like him, maybe we can get him assigned to Constantine's guard and then we'll have a... You know, man on the inside. And you end up going on a pretty long quest line here where you go to find that recruit. It turns out he's dead. Oh. And you're like, what happened? And they're like, uh, he drowned in the river. <laughs> he got drunk and drowned in the river. And, and, uh, and Kurt's like, this is bullshit. There's no way he got drunk and drowned in the river because A, he doesn't drink. And B, he's a good swimmer, so it doesn't make any sense. So you have to, you have to go find. You have to like talk to the guard. You have to go find the body. You find the body. It turns out that he's got bruises all over his body, so it doesn't look like he drowned. And then you go back out and you talk to the medical examiner, and he's like, "What? What? Uh, <laughs> you're like, we know you lied." He's like, "Look, I, I know I lied. I've never done this before, but I was threatened by." By the by, some captain, and Kurt's like, "What's going on here? I, I need to figure out what's going on." So then, you go talk to like the the captains of these other guards, and it and then it it, it shifts, and now you're looking for the people who were overseeing this recruit, and it turns out they were operating like a stealth arm of the guard that they call like the the Shadow Squad or something like that. Was, so there, are these people actually, related to the guy who was strong arming the merchants? Uh, it, yeah that 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 still is kind of happening. But these are like, so you you don't know that at this point. You're like, are, are these people good? Are these people bad? What is this shadow group? And it turns out they're operating a camp. You have to like head off into the mountains, and it turns out that there's two of like the the 11th guard and the 6th guard are are out there and they're working together and they're they're hand selecting all the best recruits and they're basically going on secret missions hmm. um under on un, un, under the you know the military organization that they have but they're operating kind of outside of the the normal laws Sounds so like black watch it's an overwatch reference but yeah. Yeah, and so you end up you end up talking to all these people, so you have the the two captains and then a bunch of the individual 
people that are that are training and everyone's like nervous to talk to you. So I haven't actually finished that line, but it it goes in some some strange directions. And, and Kurt's basically like, I, I'm really not happy about all this, but maybe maybe there is something good that's coming out of this. But what what kinds of missions are you going on? So I think that my guess is that you, you they're ending up doing all like the black ops missions and, and probably some not great stuff with the natives, but haven't quite got that far yet. Gotcha. Anybody else you done? Um, I did Vasco's, but his first section wasn't terribly long. You know, it was basically building off of what he had said and what I actually really liked when you leave kind of the original settlement and he says that you know hey i i was also given to the knots and i'd like to learn where i came from so you kind of have to do some sneaking around there also and, and and track down his family and you find out that his name is his family name is like darcy okay um that's about it he basically just says uh thank you actually this was the this was the mission where you need to sneak in and get some information so i had to cook up some sleeping potions gotcha which i don't haven't put any points of any kind into science so i can't make explosives i can't make sleeping potions so i have had to resort to essentially buying everything (laughs) yeah um so i did that and i figured out who his family was and you know he was really appreciative and uh there's certainly more to that storyline that i haven't done yet did you feel like there was more to Siora's storyline too? It just kind of yeah. Ended? There, there certainly will be. There must be. Yeah. Because like these, these like special native people showed up. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're running the stuff now. They're like, whoa, who called you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I got that too. Um, yeah. How about how about Perdius? Uh, yeah, I did his Petrus. Is it Petrus? Petrus, Petrus, excuse me. I thought it was Perdius. Yeah, I, I, I did this, the first section of his as well, which was kind of cool. Did you do any of his? No, I haven't. I haven't even used him. The only thing I did was run into a bar tender that looked exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even my character, actually, I have like a Van Dyke on my character, so there's a lot of people styling themselves similarly. I mean, this dude was literally his model. Like I showed you the picture, yeah. Is that not him? Yeah, it looks it looks like him. Yeah. And I was just like, really, guys? I mean, I get it. You can reuse character models for NPCs, but not the main quest guys, not your party members. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was like, because you know, you know, Chad sent that email saying, "Who's going to betray you?" And all of a sudden, I see, you know. I see one of my party members as a bartender, and I'm like, whoa, what is this double life you're leading? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my favorite thing about Petrus is his voice. It is very gravelly. Yeah. So what was his uh, quest line about? His quest line was interesting. I forget exactly how it starts, but he, he basically says... We need leverage on the Mother Cardinal. Yes. So let's let's go find some dirt. 
essentially. Um, and you go to San Mateus and you find out that there's a lot of shady things happening in the bars and there's and there's fights. Uh, you find some letters in her back room. So you end up tracking down some giant, like, orgies. Oh, boy. And it turns out that she, I don't think we know for sure, but it seems like she's maybe funding them. Gotcha, running the brothels. Yeah, like hiring. So you find to, you find like an earring down there, and then you're like, "All right, well, let's go, let's go to the brothels and and get them to tell us what's happening." And throughout the course of that, you're like, "Yeah, we think Mother Cardinal might be this this lady." They're like, "We, you know, we nobody nobody uses their name, so we don't know if if this is who you're talking about." But there's a lady who comes always in a green cloak. Also, there's somebody who calls themselves Candy Cane. <laughs> and so you you end up tracking down this kind of shady character, Candy Cane, in the Candy Cane. Yeah, <laughs> in the, in the, in the... <laughs> it reminds me of Joyride. You remember that movie? Joyride. Yeah, Paul Walker and um, oh god, what was his name? Steve Zahn. Oh sure, I don't think I've seen it on a road trip. And uh, they mess with a truck driver because they get this like they get this CB radio and they're messing with a truck driver pretending to be uh, a woman. And the truck driver like it, it basically turns in almost like the hitcher or like the like the the truck driver is like following them and they don't know which truck driver it is because it's over a CB radio. And the guy who's doing the voice of the truck driver is um oh no it's it's, it's Wild Bill um Buffalo Bill. What's his name? Uh, oh, from from he was in Monk too. What's his name? <laughs> Levine. Shit, yeah, yeah, that guy. His yeah. he's doing the voice of the guy, and their CB handle was Candy Cane, and you know that guy's voice. <laughs> so he's like Candy Cane, <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to my wife sometimes as she tells me to shut up. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Sorry. Tangent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a candy cane for sure. <laughs> so that, that's basically the end of that first section. And then I think I started the second one, but I was like, look, if I just do this, this is all I'm doing for the whole whole session. So I'm trying to think, like, like, can you start the next sessions? Because like that, that's the thing is, like, Sioras is, like, done, it seems like. Yeah, I don't have a Sioras quest in my in my queue anymore. Right. So I was able to start Petrus's, like, the, the second phase of it, if, if you will. Right. Um, and I think I have Vasco's second one in my queue. But I, I assume that they're kind of locked so that you can do... You know the first phase in the first part of the game, and then the second phase in the second part, so that you're not progressing them faster than you're progressing the story. Right. I, guess. I would assume they probably play a a, um, a part in the main story. You know, I guess. Yep. I, and there's one other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, every time I go back to Constantine, he's looking worse. Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. And they mentioned that. They're like, are you being poisoned? 
Is so, it the early stages of Malachor, presumably? It, possibly. So here, here's here's my thing, and I don't know if this leads to anything. I got lost. So I have not used uh, Perdius at all in my party. He's yeah. basically just stayed off camera. And it was to a point where I had forgot what his name was. Because during that quest for the murals, and you're trying to figure out more about uh, the religious fanatics, the quest says, talk to Perdius. Okay? (laughs) Petrus, whatever his name is. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, I don't, but I was in the, I was in the, 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 Constantine's like manor or whatever. And the quest marker was, right there on the ground floor at the, at the, you know, the, the entrance to the, the manor. Okay. I ran around this thing looking for this dude who is supposed to be in my party, obviously, but I, I didn't know at the time. I was like, Oh, I can't find this dude. So I ran around this entire mansion, <laughs> went down into the, I found a locked door, uh, for like the, uh, the servants quarters. Then I ran back upstairs, went to the third floor. I found a key for the servants' quarters, and so I ran back downstairs to see if I could find um, unlock that door. Well, guess what? I can't find that door anymore. And I'm thinking, why is this here? I feel like there's something here. Maybe it's just a side quest. Maybe it's just a, maybe I just find a note or something like that. But I was thinking there's a reason why I can, I'm able to find this key and unlock this door. Now I can't find the door because I'm an idiot and I can't find anything in this damn manner. But, but (laughs) I want to go back and figure that out because I feel like maybe I'm going to find out something either Mm -hmm. about Constantine or about his staff. So Mm -hmm. I kind of want to go back and look at it, but. I haven't went to it yet because I was like, I don't really feel like going through the basement of this manor again because it's huge and it takes forever. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, uh, uh, per, yeah, Petrus, Petrus is, I have to go talk to Petrus at my, you know, at camp or something and talk to him there to continue the quest line. I just started going with the quest line. But yeah, that's that's one of the things I did want to mention was that Constantine looks to be getting ill of some sort. Yeah. So yeah, most certainly. And that was one of the things that that the uh, Tamele guys were saying about the knots was that they were wanting to study the knots because they believe that they've either a started the Malachor or have something to do with it because none of them suffer from it. That was one of the big things they kept saying was like, have you ever seen a knot that had that would suffer from Malachor? And they're like, well, no. Well, why is that, you think? Yeah, that seems like the same kind of logic, like Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Right, like, because they're not infected, they must be the cause of it. Like, that, that's not great logic, but okay. Yeah. And that one dude, I can't remember what his name is, but that one dude who was like burning people at the stake when we first entered that yeah. location. Al- Aloysius. Yeah. I ran back into him and tried to smooth talk him, but it didn't work. And then ended up having to fight some of his goons and he ran off. Mm. 
so I'm sure. I'm sure I'll have to find him again. But it's kind of crazy that every time you go into that square, now there's the the wild monster thing that's just like been burned alive and its corpse is just sitting there. Yep. Every time I see that, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like it's terrifying to think that's what is happening here, like burning witches at the stake, but. It's it's kind of a cool like centerpiece to that square. It definitely gives off the Witcher vibes. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. What, what what's that square called? I think it's like the Place of Punishment or something like that. Yep. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, macabre. I'll put it that way. Yep. But uh, that's I mean, unfortunately, that's all I got to talk about. But here's the thing: I put probably four hours <laughs> into it. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's I did a lot. do one other quest line. It was a side quest. It was under that header of Children of Tirfordi. Okay. Uh, it was about it, it. I just I picked it up randomly. I actually had no intention of completing the quest. It it was a random guy on the street. So I just walked up to him and said, oh, hey, this guy seems like he wants to talk. Let's see what he has to say. And he's like, hey, I'm hoping you can help me. I'm a traitor, and I've set up a little stall here, but the guards keep coming and stealing all my stuff. Huh. And I'm like, these freaking guards, man. Yeah, right. The city is, like, corrupt as hell. Um, so I went over, and I was like, all right, well, I'm thinking to myself, we know the we know the uh, the captain of the guard here. He seems like a reasonable guy. Maybe someday I'll talk to him because I'm like basically like I would do in any game. He's like, "Will you help me?" And I said, "Yes, absolutely." Even though I had no intention of of helping him. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. But I still accepted it, and I and I essentially forgot about it for a little while until I happened to be talking to that captain of the guard again. When I was when I was doing Kurt's side quests, and I was looking for that recruit, and then this came up as a dialogue option of like, "Hey, there's a traitor out there who's being harassed by the guard." So I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm already here. I might as well progress it, even if I'll forget this when I finally get back to it." Hey, by the way, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? And and he's like, and I actually really appreciated the way the game handled this because. A lot of times, like like as as a as a complete aside, I'm 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 reading a book right now that I actually don't enjoy because so many of the decisions just seem illogical to me. Not like I wouldn't do them, but I feel like no human would do them, <laughs> and it takes me out of it. And I'm like, I, none of this is believable because these actions aren't realistic or reasonable. What's the book? But it, uh, it's called the September House. Hmm. Okay. Um. We'll see. Maybe it gets better in the end. But, 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 but the the counterpart to that was this interaction with with the guard. I thought was exceedingly reasonable because you know basically I go to him and I'm like, what the hell? This guy is saying that. He's being shaken down by the guards, and in my mind, I'm adding in these are the same guards that have been harassing all the merchants, so what's going on here? And the captain, he says, look, I understand what you're saying, and 
in a normal situation that you know I would agree that that you know that's bullshit but in this instance the reason that the guard is harassing him is because he doesn't have a license if he just had a license he'd be fine so he's like I can't stop my guard because they're actually just following the rules in this case right they're not overly harassing him they're just following the rules and but but it, it it was basically the the fact that he was agreeing with me and giving me sort of a valid reason for why they were doing what they're doing and he's like I'll tell him to be more careful but you know but but I can't tell him not to do their job and so the quest progresses cuz I'm like you know what if what he needs is a license I'll let's, go get him a license. Let's go get him a license. <laughs> yeah, let's go get him a license. So then we have to go back to Constantine and say, "Hey, we need a we need a license." Um, so we get all that, we get the license, and then we go back to where he is, but he's not there. Or no, he is there. He's there and he's like, "You know what? They just came back and stole all my stuff again." And I had my cousin bringing me a new shipment of goods. Well, they took him and they locked him up as well. Not only did they take my stuff, they took my cousin. Hmm. So then I go back to the, the captain of the guard again, and I'm like, what What the hell? He, I, I, he didn't have a, uh, a license, but I told you I was going to get a license. And once again, I was like, oh, this is a good response from the captain, because he's like, the captain literally says, I should have known you would have gotten it when you said you would get it. I just, you know, he still didn't have one, so the guard just, you know, they they just took him again and yada, yada, yada. They just continued doing what they were supposed to do. But the fact that he was like, oh, shit, my bad. I should have I should have listened to you. I should have heard that you said you were going to go get this license, and I should have told them not to mess with him. And I'm like, you know what? That's a valid mistake. I don't know. I just, I, I like the interactions with the guard. But so I'm like, all right, well, where the hell is this guy's cousin? Because I've got a license. He can sell his stuff. But I need to. I need his cousin to get out of out of jail, and the the captain goes, "You know what? He's not actually in jail. We put him in the arena to fight for his life or something. Fight what for his freedom." What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all this guy was doing was literally bringing a shipment of goods, and they threw him into an arena to fight for his life. I'm like, this city is messed up, right? Um. So then I go down in in the 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 fighting arena is. In the, it's just off of the entrance from the basement of the bar. I mean, everything seems to happen there. The brothel's down there. The fighting arena's down there. I ran into the brothel, but I didn't know what to do there, so I just left. Yeah. So I basically went into the arena and did that. Luckily, I had just become a badass day sir day, so uh, <laughs> I was able to survive in the arena. It was kind of tough. There's three or four people in there, uh, but but I was able to basically be the champion, and I, I think I fought with him and uh, saved him, brought him back to his cousin, and now they are fully able to set up their little vendor stall in the street. And you know, it wasn't the deepest quest line, but I just for I guess it was the writing for me. It felt like it rang true, and you could tell like. The guards don't love the natives, so of course they're going to harass him a little bit. The captain of the guard is struggling with maintaining order over his unruly guards, but also trying to uphold the rules of the city. I, I kind of like that added bit of texture to the uh, faction relations within the, within uh, 
It was a na- it, was, it was a native guy. Now I get it. I have that quest. I yep. know which one you're talking about. Yeah, gotcha. it was a native guy. He was kind of bluish colored, and he had a almost like a crown of branches. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. I have not done that, but I do have it. Yeah, yeah. Not the deepest quest, but I, I. It was the kind of quest that really adds to a game like this for me because it adds to the texture of the world. Right. That's one thing I will give this game is that I think I feel like the writing's really solid. Yeah. And the voice acting, I think. Yeah, I think the voice acting's pretty good. I like Petrus again. Yeah. But oh, there um, you go. And you know, and, and getting to know the characters better as you know, the last few hours of this game have been have been really focused on the companion quests and that has enhanced my enjoyment of this game, I would say. Then I need to do some then. Because so far I've did Sioris. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so far I think hers has been the, I'll say the least interesting, but I, I do find it kind of fascinating the way it interweaves with the main story quests. I think um, I think all of this will eventually go into the main story. I think. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we have an email. It says, uh, howdy gents. First of all, I think Drew is right that there are some gaps in the lore. This is my third playthrough, and I don't recall where they ever explained the source of magic. Mm. Although the game has some interesting lore elements, it's definitely not as fleshed out as other series like Dragon Age. Also, Matt is exactly right that this is one of those games where you get out what you put into it. Yes, side quest and how you handle things do have an impact on how the game plays out. Like I said in my last email, I feel like this is uh, more of a diplomatic, diplomat simulator. Each side quest may serve three purposes. One, each quest is an engagement opportunity that impacts the diplomatic or party member relations, both positively and negatively. Two, completing side quests opens opportunities for further side quests later on and can create different available options in main quests. Three, Uh, They can have an impact on what type of story climax you receive. To clarify, both of you can end up with different climax situations prior to the end of the game. Additionally, how you handle the game climax can also have an effect on your ending choice options. Whether you complete your party loyalty missions uh, can also have an impact on the game climax. This structure is one of those things I ended up liking the most about the game. Instead of the Mass Effect three ending choice the game can end up very different for each of you depending on your choices and story climax with that being said there are some endings that will remain available to both of you regardless of how you play the game so it is still possible that you could end up with the same ending the end state is more elaborate than mass effect 3 and call of cthulhu but not as nearly as wide as witcher 2 looking forward to seeing you all end up with your different results till next time chad yeah, I really appreciate some of those uh, some of those comments because it, it, it's interesting to understand or even think about where the game is going. Um, it, it feels definitely more organic. You know, I always think back to Infamous One, which I adore, but it was always exceedingly clear <clears throat> you're going to make choice A or choice B. Yes. You know, here a, a lot of these things that have incremental changes on relations with these different factions seems like it's much less clear 
the impact of any given decision. And yeah. it's more, you know, your, your your collective your collective choices will will end up having an impact. But I don't know. Right right now, I I feel like I'm at a bit of a high point in this game in in terms of my feelings on it. I I feel like the combat has just gotten. I wouldn't say necessarily easier, but I, I feel like I've gotten more attuned to it. Um, I like the characters. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't put any time into a main story mission now in probably seven or eight hours, which is wild to me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm eager to see where it goes. It doesn't maybe surprise me. I guess the one thing that I that might have made this game go over the top and be like an all-time great is if it had the kind of tightness of mythology and lore that, you know, that that we always ascribe to Supernatural, right? Like, it did yeah. that one thing so well as a show that if this game could have done that with all the other elements that are at least good enough, it, it, it could have been something really special. Um, and it could still be really great without that, but, it, you know, if it doesn't have that... In some ways, I don't want to be spoiled, but in other ways, it's good not to hope for that because it, it might have made the end of this game a bit of a letdown if you don't get some of those reasons and explanations and, you know, the history of magic and the in how exactly it works. Yeah, I now, think... It... Now, if I know not to expect it, I'll, I'll focus my my thoughts elsewhere. I mean, yeah, that's how the story stuff just kind of adds flavor to the whole whole thing. I think I think this, this can still ride on its own, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Especially, like, I'm a sucker for, you know, choices actually mattering in a game. Yeah. So, see how far it deviates. Um, I, I, I highly doubt it will beat Alpha Protocol, of course. <laughs> but yeah. uh, nothing can. It seems like. But um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I know this is a shorter episode that's okay i mean we we did make some progress um just gotta gotta bear down i i'm i mean i'll be honest with you this stuff coming up and you know i I try to put in some time so we'll uh we'll get there though eventually um we'll we'll be finishing up greedfall at least before the baby comes so yeah but uh yeah, I mean thank you, Chad, for that email. Um if you would like to send an email, it's Drew at ZTGD dot com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury, Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um let me check the Phoenix Down. I got nothing. Okay, cool. <laughs> just checking, just checking. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. Hope you guys have a great week until next time. I am Drew and I'm Matt and we are out of here. We will be back next week with the continuation of Greedfall. Greedfall.